0: Colossians chapter number three. It's a, a verse here that God, God's talked to me about over the years. Um, it might seem a little little different, but let me when it comes to you know starting out about a prayer service. Uh, but I've come t- uh, to see that uh, in prayer that some of the uh, things that are coming against some of the people, some some people here. Uh, this is not an accusation. It's just that the Lord is helping me to help you. Amen. Amen. Some of the things that are coming against some um, have to do with some things that uh, he showed me about. And I want to help you tonight yes. with that. Because, um, you know, one of the things that you have to do in order to, in order to walk in victory is you have to catch things. You know what I'm talking about? You have to catch the strategy of the enemy. You have to catch wrong thinking, for example. You have to catch, you know, this, I've been falling for this, this, uh, you know, whatever. It could be a hundred different things, a thousand different things. You know, maybe falling for worry, getting all worried and anxious. Maybe falling for, um, let's just take, you know, fence or something or whatever. Uh, these things. These things don't have to trip us up, whether we had a pattern or a habit of them tripping us up in the past. They, we can get good at catching them. Yes. Amen. Yes. Wrong thinking, uh, taking wrong thoughts about people or people that God connected us with. You ever found yourself entertaining thoughts that's like, oh my goodness, stop that in the name of Jesus? Yes. Um, The better we, the the more we develop spiritually, the better we are, let's put it this way, the quicker we are at catching those things. (laughs) I've been in times past, you know, maybe I didn't walk in love correctly, and and I didn't pick it up until I got to prayer that night when I got home or something. But as I've grown, I've caught it quicker and quicker. You know what I'm talking about? In other words, it's stuck right here, and I stop it before it comes out, you know. (laughs) That's more skill than what I used to operate in. And then I even back up to catching it when the thought hits my mind and I, and I cast that down, you know. That's called skill. I'm getting better and better. Skill, uh, becoming skillful, part of becoming skillful is catching things in the, in the realm of thoughts. You know what I'm talking about? Before you get out of love in actions, catch it in your thought life back up, you know what I mean, to your thought light, when it first comes to your thoughts. And so uh, we're going to talk about some things, uh, some getting some answers tonight, because as I have, I've learned something that one of the things prayer does for me is as among many things. Prayer, my goodness, how long do you have tonight? <laughs> but you yeah. take about talk about prayer and how much it, what it does, what, what, what gets accomplished in prayer. But one of the things that gets accomplished in prayer for me a lot is because I've turned my attention towards the Lord, um, I start picking up things yeah. about that, that the Lord wants to talk to me about. Now, that doesn't mean you can't do that all day long. Right, right. The better we are, you know, uh, that uh, walking in the Spirit, the better we get uh, catch things and pick up things all day long. We ought to be in fellowship with the the Lord, all day long, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that when we get our minds quiet, because sometimes our minds are on other things. We have responsibilities in this life, right? Right? Yes. We can't just pray all day, right? We, I mean, I mean, in the sense of being on our knees yes, with our eyes closed, yes, yes. but uh, but but so we, but uh, we we have these times where we block other things out. We should do this regularly, daily. Should be a part of our daily routine to have a prayer time. Yes, sir. And I don't mean not, it it can't happen through the day. I don't mean you can't pray going down the road, driving. Uh, There's nothing, you can pray anywhere. You know what I'm talking about? God's not in a building like this. I mean, he is when we're here. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about there's not a, a place you have to go to pray. Um, the lady that the woman at the, there in uh, John chapter number 4, she said, Well, people, we say that we pray on that mountain. You say in Jerusalem, which one? Which one's right? And he's basically he said, Basically, honey, it's a new day. It's not there or there. It's in the Spirit. It's in the Spirit. Get in the presence of God. Talk to God no matter where you are. Amen. The route to the throne can be, can be uh, gotten on anywhere on the planet. Praise yes. yes. you. You can get on that route to the throne. But anyway, uh, but there, that doesn't mean there's not times where we just block other things out. One of the best things you can do to help you uh, sense what God's saying to you and, and even get answers for things that... Have you ever go, started going through something in a phase of your life and you're you're not you're not sure what the answer is? And here's one of the main reasons why. You're not even exactly sure what's going on.
1: <laughs>
0: why is this? Why is every time I talk to my wife for the last two weeks, something just seems to make her think wrong about what I said and me think wrong about what she said? Anybody ever been through something like that? It's like, what is going on? A lot of times there's things in the spirit realm.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: You know, I'm not saying that we, we can't change our attitude sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes, but anyway, there's times I've just had to say, Oh, Satan, you get out of here That's in right. the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. I'm not trying to be hyper spiritual no, because there's times it's not him at all. Right. It's just flesh. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. I learned that because Brandon and Jocelyn told me that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no I'm kidding. But 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 there's times you can you can in, when you get quiet in prayer, you can get the mind of God, the wisdom of God about the specifics of what's really going on here, and that is one of the most valuable things to me about prayer. Um, you get, you get, you get, uh, in, you 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 pick up by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one to reveal these things to us. Uh, and we pick up by the Holy Ghost what it really is, and whenever he shows us what it really is that that we need to uh, deal with or what's really going on, we can either adjust what we need to adjust, if he's talking to us about adjusting, or maybe it's not us at all. Maybe it's just something we need to speak to in the spirit realm. I didn't plan on starting in this way, but this is the way it's going. And when you are doing it in the spirit because that's why you become more aware of what, what's really going on. Yes. When you're doing that in the Spirit, yeah. and then you act on it in, 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 by the revelation of what the Spirit's saying, you, will, you, you, you can catch things. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: And it will work. Yes. You, if, if, like, I'm talking about different situations, but there are times whenever in relationships, there's things just trying to oppose a relationship. You ever notice that the enemy opposes divine connections, or, or, other, you know, relationships like the between church people. You know, he comes to plant wrong thoughts. Get you to take wrong thoughts. Have, have you ever been convinced that somebody, maybe maybe somebody across on this side, because nobody on this side is this uncarnal, but, uh, but you know. But I said uncarnal. No, I didn't say carnal. I'm just having fun. But have you ever, you know, somebody, you, you just convince they thought a certain way about you or something like that, and then they do something that totally proves they never thought that way at all.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Probably by the leading of the Spirit just yeah. to smack us yeah, out right, of it, you know. Yeah. You ever had something like that? Yeah. And, uh, and you realize at the time, whenever that happened, you realize, I've been, it seems so real to me, but it wasn't reality at all. Exactly. Yes. You ever had things like that happen? Yes. The devil is a master at, at, at trying to give us the wrong kind of thinking about yes. things. Yes. Whether it's used to divide us, whether it's used to uh, keep us discouraged, whether it's used, whether it's condemnation, whether it's worry, whether it's seeing ourselves the way God sees us. He's a master at distorting the image God has of us. And he's a master at trying to keep us thinking wrong. But listen, somebody in us is a greater master. That's right. By the, you, you and I can sometimes have a big question mark overhead, or gonna, I, I do not know right now what's going on. There's been times, I've told you a couple times, I think four times throughout the history of 20 years of pastoring here, that just seems like somebody reached up and turned the spigot off on the finances. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you, you, you just kind of go, okay. I mean, not okay, but you know what I mean? You're like, and, and you go for a couple of services, and you're like, What? And then you get in the presence of God and you realize this is not natural. This is spiritual. And you take authority. I've been there four times. Take authority over it. And the Lord showed me one time. Well, there's, I won't, I got, I'm, I'm late tonight. <laughs> but but the, here's the point. You do it and it works. Yes. When you do it out of your head, it's not going to work. Right. But when you get in the presence of God in prayer and the Holy Spirit starts communing with your spirit because you have turned towards him. He's there all the time. He can do this anytime. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, at times during our day. But, I'm, but in prayer, we're more turned toward him and we tend to get more in, in those times where we've tuned these other things out. And when we get the mind of God and we hear what, what the Spirit of God is saying and we address it, every time it works.
1: Every time.
0: Every time it works. Now, we can think, we can have things in our mind that we think it's probably, this is probably what's going on. And we pull that lever or push that button and nothing happens. Because it's not what the Holy Ghost is saying is really going on. Yes, Am I making any sense? But that's, that's a valuable part of my prayer life. Yes. A valuable part of my prayer life. Big, 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 big. I sometimes look a whole lot better than I am. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I know you know what I'm talking about. Because all of us, the Holy Ghost makes all of us look better than we really are. But, but I'm telling you, with him, he's the divine, Pastor Nancy calls him the divine genius. And he'll make you look like a genius. But you really were as dumb as the post with before he told you what was going on. You know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm not trying to slight you. I, I'm, the, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> Tell your neighbor the Holy Ghost makes you look really good. Yeah. I love something Brother Keith Moore says, if it's good, it was God. If it wasn't, it was me. (laughs) That's all of us. But anyway, so um, if I could just uh, share something here, have you ever... Like I said, have you ever wondered, like, like take this area of just like, I would call it like an oppression. Have you ever gone into a season where it's just like there's some sort of heaviness trying to get on me or some sort of oppression trying to get on me or some sort of, you know, I just, why am I, why am I blase? Is that the right word? You know, why, why am I, why am I boring? You know, why am I, <laughs> Uh, but you know, you can go through seasons where it's just like, it's like something's, people call it dark cloud, people call it oppression, people call it everything. But God can show you what that is. He can show you you took a thought. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you took uh, you took something that the enemy said yeah. and started thinking it, started believing it, yeah. and it brought a, it brought a heaviness. You you can't take one of the enemy's thoughts and not have the enemy's stuff going on in your life, right. especially your mind. Yeah, come on. You can't take something from him in your mind and not start having some sort of effect. That, that thought not have some sort of effect on your mind because everything produces after its own kind. That thought was a seed and it's going to produce what Satan intended it to produce. And it's not the blessings of God. The other, the other side of that's true also. Take God's thoughts. But where do you get God's thoughts? Well, number one, the word, right? But you can read the Bible and really not get it. But the Holy Ghost. Yes. He's the revealer of the Word of God and he'll, he, you get in the Holy Ghost and you start speaking in tongues and the Holy Ghost will take the pen, the, 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 the pen of your tongue, so to speak, and he'll start painting a picture on your inner consciousness and you'll start seeing exactly what's going on. I just had an experience like that this week. Praise the Lord. And it just keeps us... It just keeps us free to have a good prayer life. I mean, that might sound like, well, aren't you saying renewing the mind? Doesn't the renewing of the mind keep us free? Yes, but sometimes it's like the Holy Ghost has to teach us the Word because we approach it mentally. If we're not careful, we'll approach, approach it mentally. And you can approach, you can pr- approach relationships or pe- struggles that you have in relationships mentally and, and, and actually cause more problems. Yeah, yeah, come on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir, <clears throat> but when you approach it with the mind of God, because really, sometimes you think this person's acting this way because of this, when actually, that's not it at all. I've had the Holy Ghost help me. I remember at the time I told you. I'll just give you an illustration. I did not intend to get into all this. But um, we're getting there. But I had, remember the story I told you of the woman in healing school back in the early days of healing school we were we were getting I was teaching that day kind of ministries healing school and they were uh, getting some of the other helpers and workers were getting the class set up because that's what we all did some of us came and yeah. helped with the class because there was books in the back for people that if they wanted to buy them there was people that needed assistance at healing school I mean you're bringing in the cripples you're bringing in the people that are not able to walk in their own power so there's people helping do that and, you know just yeah. just just a lot, number of people helping but, but I was this day I was teaching so but this woman came in this was a morning service she came in, remember I told you this story, where she was just not normal. I mean, I mean, what I mean by that is she's normal, normally very congenial, very uh, friendly, sweet, you know, you know, like most all you, right? (laughs) Don't identify yourself as the one I didn't say was that sweet. That's me, that's me. (laughs) <laughs> so, but she, but this day she wasn't uh, no, acting that way. She was, she was short. She was abrupt. She was, she was really yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah. you know? So, yeah. but you know, how many ever noticed that flesh pulls on flesh? Yes. 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 She was in the flesh, but it was pulling on my flesh and I had a, I had a sermon to preach <laughs> and I can't get in the flesh. I mean, I can, but it's going to really not come out to help anybody (laughs) but so I just kind of said well I'm gonna pull away I went back into the back and I just and I was just trying to I didn't go back there to pray for her I went back there to stay in the spirit to get away from flesh right and so I'm back there and I'm just but all of a sudden the Lord started talking to me about her and he opened up the whole thing what why she was acting that way he showed me that the night before now I didn't ask him I didn't ask him, but he showed me, and all of a sudden, I saw that her and her fiancé broke, actually, he broke off the engagement the night before, Mm -hmm. because they were engaged to be married, and uh, and he broke it off, and it was a tense time. That was not a comfortable thing. She went through all that last night, and so she's, and that's why she's the way she is this morning. Well, I went from, you know, (laughs) to... Having compassion.
1: Yes. Yes. Because
0: all of a sudden you realize this is not just personal here. This is something she's, she's hurting. Yes. You know, hurting people hurt people. Yes. And that's why, that's why we got to look at them that way. Because otherwise they'll pull us into the flesh. Yes. Amen. Yes. That's what one thing that happened last night. All right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But see, you got to know where they're coming from and you got to stay in the spirit and you can, and prayer can help you do that. Maybe not at the moment prayer, but, but you have a prayer life. You're, you're, you're fellowshipping with God and staying in, staying real close to that place where you're just right there in his presence, you know, Amen. 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 Well, the Lord told me then he said, um, if you'll be, and so he told me, he said, uh, he said, if you'll be faithful with this. He said, now that was revelation knowledge. That was a word of knowledge, actually. And he said to me, he said, if you'll be faithful with this, I'm getting somewhere tonight. <laughs> I got I to hurry up. But he said, if you'll be faithful with this, in other words, the word of knowledge, with this kind of revelation. And uh, he said, then I'll use you more this way. But he said, if you're not faithful, and he said, this is what I mean, but not faithful. You use it for the wrong reasons I gave it to you. He didn't give me that revelation so I could go blab it. Uh -uh. You know what? He gave me that so I could pray for her. Amen. And she got through it and she, you know, she was, she actually, until we left there, or actually she left before we did, but uh, we, I saw her once since and good friends, everything's, so everything's fine with her, you know, but, but the point is that uh, God will show us things not to blab it, but he'll show us what he showed it to us for. Yes. Yes. Yes, and sometimes he'll show you to help you. Yes. Sometimes he'll show you because he wants you to address what's coming against them in the yes. spirit realm. Amen. Because yes, yes, right. if you don't see it like he sees it, you can respond in the flesh. You know what I'm talking about, and that's one thing he helped me with this week. I'm just sharing out of my heart here. More I have I got all kinds of scriptures. I got so many scriptures. <laughs> But what he wants to do is he wants to, let me just shorten this up tonight, and then we'll get into some prayer. Um, He wants us to see ourselves different, I'm talking about Satan now, he wants us to see ourselves differently than the way God sees us. And he wants us to see others differently than what is really true. And he wants us to see our Father God differently than what is really true. In other words, different than reality. Now, I had you go to Colossians, but I I believe because of time's sake here tonight, it'd be best to go to another passage of Scripture to to start in a different place. 2 Corinthians chapter number 3. 2 Corinthians 3.18. A verse we're familiar with, I believe, most of us, but... um, we, we can get more out of this tonight. Yes, sir. Second Corinthians 3.18, it says, but we all with open face. Now, the context is whenever Moses put a veil over his face in the Old Testament. And he's contrasting so that they couldn't look at the glory of God. And he's contrasting that with our day and our covenant. He said, not like Moses who put a veil over his face, but we all with open open face or unveiled face, beholding as in a glass, or we could say a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, I want you to see the word. There's a lot in that verse, and you know we could spend a lot of time in it, but I want you to see this here uh, changed into the same image. Say that out loud. Changed into the same image. Beholding as in a mirror. Now, go over to James 2 real quickly. James 2 will tell us what this mirror is. James 2. Beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. So, actually it's James 1, excuse me. It's right at the end of chapter number 1. James chapter number 1. We'll start in verse number 22. It's uh, talking about the renewing of the mind. Be doers of the word, not hearers only. Uh, verse 21 talks about receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. We talk about renewing the mind in that verse. But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Now notice he brings up deception. if any be a, Because of not doing what we saw in the word. If any be a do, hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Now we know that means a mirror. A mirror, a glass or a mirror, for he beholdeth himself, okay, uh, and then he goes his way and straightway forgets what manner of man he was. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty, the word of God, because that's what he talks about up earlier, the perfect law of liberty, and continueth there, and he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Okay, so, be doers of the, verse 22, uh, doers of the word, not hearers only. I'm getting to something here. I know it's, you're wondering where I'm going, but I'm getting to something. Be, be doers of the word, not just hearers. Yeah. Your mind's not renewed just because you heard it. That's right. Your mind's renewed because you change the way you're, you're living. Yes. Change the way you're thinking. Change, change your approach. Yes. Amen. You approach. You don't, you don't see God as somebody sitting in the heavens with a big flyswatter wants to squash you so you don't ever come to him. You see him as father. Yes. Amen. 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 But, but he said, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your yourselves. If any be a hearer of the word... And not a doer. Yes. He's like a man beholding yep. mm. as himself in a mirror. Yes. So he's talking about but if, but he goes his way and forgets. So he's talking about looking into the word. Yes. Hearing it. Like 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 I say sometimes when it comes to uh, spiritual things, yes. you see with your ears.
1: Yes, yes. Amen. Come on. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. Look at that. Look at the closely what it says. That's what it's actually saying. Yeah. Whoever's a hearer and not a doer, he's like a man beholding. Uh-huh. How's he beholding? By hearing. Yeah,
1: by hearing. Yes, sir. How's he looking at it? How's
0: he seeing this? How's he seeing what the word says? By listening to it. Yes. In other words, there's an image in that word. Yes. There's a picture in that word. Yes. And guess what? It's of God. Yes. It's of Jesus. Yes. It's also of you. You in Christ. Yes, sir. And there's a picture in there of everybody sitting around you tonight. Yes. And there's a picture in there of the devil. All right, all right. And you got to get the right picture about God, the right one about Jesus, the right one about you, the one right one about the people around you, and you got to get the right one about the devil. Yes, sir. A lot of people have the wrong image of the devil because their mind's not renewed with the word of God. Yes. They think he's big and bad and powerful, but he's not. He's defeated. He's under That's your feet. You're seated with Jesus far above him. Yes. And that has to live on the inside. You have to see that on the inside. Your inner consciousness has to have a, has an image inside yes. of the devil. Is a no, he's a nothing burglar. Yes. He's under my feet.
1: Yes.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I could just preach tonight. But so I wanted you to see. There's an image in this word. If you be a hearer of the word and not a doer, it's like a man beholding. Hearing, hearing will enable you to see the realities of who God is. Not the, not, not religious teachings, but what the Bible actually says. God is your father. He's a good father. He's a loving father. He's a merciful father. Yeah. Amen. He invites you to yes. come. come on. He wants you to come boldly yes. to the throne of yes. grace that you might obtain. He's not ready to swat you. He's inviting you because yes. even when you mess up, he's inviting you to come. Yes. So come on. Amen. He wants to wash you. He wants to restore you. He wants to get that condemnation off of you. Yes. He wants to. He wants you to see the blood has made you worthy. He wants you to know that the blood's before His presence forever at the on the altar. Speaking of better things than of Abel's, it's saying worthy, worthy, worthy.
1: Yes, come on.
0: Oh my, 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 and that's the image He wants you to have. If you have a different image, you won't come to Him. The devil wants to distort your Father's image, especially when you miss it, so you don't come to Him in prayer. He's trying to separate you from God's presence. You know what I mean? So that you just sort of live beneath your privileges. Well, I'm just trying to show God I'm sorry. Well, the blood was enough. Don't you offer another sacrifice on top of the blood. What what sacrifice am I talking about? Doing without for two weeks.
1: Yes, sir. Yep, yep.
0: That is not an acceptable sacrifice. Jesus paid the price for you to have restoration of fellowship and all the blessings of God as soon as the blood is applied. Amen, amen. Woo, wee, wee, And that's the image he wants you to have of God, and he wants you to have that image as soon as that blood is applied, that image of you restored, you right with God, you worthy of being blessed. But the devil fights these things. Yeah. So, oh, hallelujah. I I have too much going on in the inside to get this out. Where are you going to get that image? In the Word. There's a picture of you in the Word. There's a picture of Jesus in the Word. Jesus found himself in the Scriptures. And you can find yourself in the Scriptures. John the Baptist found himself in the scripture. He said, I'm the voice. Somebody said, Who are you? Are you the Messiah? He said, No, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness, crying in the wilderness. He's quoting the Old Testament. He found himself in the Word. Yes. Yes,
1: he
0: did. And you're in the Word. Yes. You're, you're there, you're there. All the epistles have the, in fact the epistles are God's family photo album. Yes. And just like whenever you look at a family somebody you go home for Thanksgiving and they take a family picture, you don't look for Mama first time you see that picture, you look for you. Yeah. How do I look? Yeah. So when you look in the Word, look for you. Look for you. You're in there everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Come oh, on, my, 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 my. Okay, 2 Corinthians uh, 3 said, verse number 18, uh, with an unveiled face, beholding us in a mirror. Now we know what the mirror is. The mirror is the Word of God. Beholding us in a mirror. The glory of the Lord. Oh. The glory. So when you look in the mirror, you see Jesus in all of his glory. You see God in all his glory, but you also see you glorified. Amen. Yes, sir. You see you in the image that God has of you. Yes, sir. Did you hear that? Yes, you see you in the image that God has of you. I said, you see you in the image God has of you. How does God see you? Well, Pastor, we just don't know God's thoughts. We don't know how he sees us. Well, I mean, that's the whole purpose of the word. That's his thoughts. That's how he sees us. But you have to hold the devil in that arena of what the word says about yourself. And what the word says about other people. Listen to me. Or he will, he will have you convinced of something that seems so real because you don't feel like it's true, the word, feel like the word's true, you don't, you don't, you don't, you've never experienced what the word says. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Well, it says I'm the righteousness of God. Well, I know me, I'm not. Well, somebody's lying about this. Somebody's lying about this. <laughs> Let's decide whose, whose side we're gonna, I'm staying on God's side. I'm staying on God's side. So, but, but the enemy wants to keep you from seeing that. The biggest battle in faith is to see yourself the way God sees you. That's where Satan resists you the hardest. The spiritual warfare is not between you and strongholds in heaven. It's between truth and lies. Between your ears. You know what I mean? Between your ears. I saw a cartoon today. A guy said, you're wrong. He's talking to his wife. You're wrong, honey. It never went in one ear. (laughs) Don't use that one. Don't use that one. (laughs) Ask your wife when you go home. She'll explain it to you. (laughs) In other words, in one ear and out the other. No, I didn't even go in one ear. (laughs) Where was I before I said that? (laughs) Truth and lies between your ears. Go to First. Go. Go to Second Corinthians, chapter number ten. You say, "What's this got to do with prayer?" Everything. Everything. Besides, it's in prayer that you get the mind of God about yes. these things. Yes. Now, now, not without the Word, but the Holy Spirit. You, you can read the Word and not hear, not hear it not see it. Yeah. Remember Jesus said on Sunday we were talking about seeing and not seeing, hearing and not hearing? Yeah. The Holy Spirit is the one to take it off the pages and make it real on the inside of you. It's a reality in the heart and mind of yeah. God, but is it, is it a reality in your inner consciousness?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean by your inner consciousness? I'm talking about your thinking, your mentality, and even the the core of your being. 2 Corinthians 10 talks about where the real spiritual battles really are. People say, let's go up to the mountains and pull down strongholds. Well, you've already got one stronghold between your ears that's going to keep you from having any victory. Amen. 2 Corinthians tells us that. People read this passage, 2 Corinthians 10. Look with me at verse number 4. We'll start at verse number 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds. People stop there and they go, that's right, strongholds, strongholds up in the heavens. Keep reading. Where are these strongholds? Casting down imaginations. Imaginations. Say it out loud, imaginations. What is an imaginations? Excuse me, an imagination. You know what an imagination is? Imagination is something that seems right, but it's not reality. Amen? Amen? They aren't real. They're not reality. They're just imagined to be true, but they're not actually true. Right. Right. They contradict the knowledge of God. Because notice what it says. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Yeah. Right? Imaginations are things that are lying yeah. against what God yes. said in his word. Yes, yes. Come on. They're not true, although they might seem like reality in your own thoughts. You can feel like God has left you. The Holy Spirit has left you. You can feel like he doesn't love you. You can feel like you messed up so bad he's angry at you. And the devil will help you reinforce those feelings and thoughts. But it's not reality. I say it all the time. Things can seem real, but they're not reality. What makes it true? What makes it reality? that 's what the word "truth" means. reality. What makes it reality? It is actually whether it 's true or not. Yeah. What does the word say about it? Exactly. And your job is to see what fighting the good fight of faith is. You're fighting the good fight of faith is taking the truth of God 's word and using it against the enemy 's lies. The enemy you're not fighting the enemy. The enemy has been fought and defeated. You're really dealing with the enemy's lies trying to convince you of something other than the truth.
1: Yes.
0: So look at that casting down imaginations and every high thing. Imagination, something seems real, but it's not reality. <clears throat> um, um, this, so, and, and bringing into captivity every thought. Every, uh, uh, let's, let's read like it says, cast down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Yes. Every thought. So we've got thoughts, imaginations, and strongholds. Those are not up in the heavenlies. Those are between people's ears. Amen. And so you can do all your go up in the hills and pull down strongholds. And until until the word is preached, which changes people's thinking and gives them the knowledge of God, the, the accurate, true knowledge of God, not religious distortions of the knowledge of God, not man's ideas about God, but what the word actually says about God. Until that person gets that knowledge, Satan will harass them, bind them, afflict them. Amen. Because you go to, if you want to turn there, fine, but I'm not going to go there. But Ephesians chapter number six talks about, you know, uh, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might put on the whole armor of God. You may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against notice, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Four classes of demonic spirits, right? But Jesus in Ephesians, the Bible said in Ephesians chapter number two, he's raised you up together, made you to sit together in heavenly places, far, heavenly places far above. Ephesians 1 and 2 put together. You can see this. Far above all principalities, powers, rulers of darkness world, this world. Same one, same beings, you're seated above them. So while you're trying to go up and cast them down, you're already above them. You're already above them. Already above them. This is going different than I planned to go. but This is, it's wrong thinking. Wrong thinking makes you try to get the victory when you already have the victory. You already have them. You're already free. Jesus already defeated them. He already spoiled principalities and powers. He delivered you from the authority of darkness. You're free right now. You're You're just as free now as you're going to be when you feel like you're free. The devil's lying. The devil's lying. You're healed. You're delivered. You're free. Praise the Lord. But we got to, let's see, holding the devil in that arena of that truth, or many other truths, is called fighting the good fight of faith. Right, but notice one of these classes of evil spirits in those that list is spiritual uh, uh, rulers of the darkness of this world. Rulers of the darkness of this world. Notice that. Say that out loud because it's very important. Rulers of the darkness of this world. Rulers of the darkness of this world. Of the of this world. Now the world is Satan's kingdom. That's the Bible word for Satan's kingdom. Second Corinthians 4, four Satan's the god of this. World, he's the one who's running the world system yeah. without God. Right. Yep. I mean, the people that don't don't want God. Yeah. People say, "I don't know why God's uh, doing all this." He's not. Yeah. he's not. Well, why is he allowing it? Because the church allows it.
1: Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, it is. Yep.
0: We're not under Satan's authority. We've been redeemed from out from under his authority, and we have authority over him. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes, <clears> sir. <throat> The Lord spoke to me just the other day. He said, it's the church, the government. What's going on in the government right now? It's the, it's, the it's, the it's the church. It's the church. It's the church. And I'm a part of the church, so don't get mad at me for talking about it. So, but anyway, I got too many cans open. I got to close some here. Second Corinthians says, well, excuse me, rulers of the darkness of this world. Who do they rule over? Those in darkness. Now, I'm not talking about it. it's nighttime, so the, right. the devil's right. the boogeyman. Yeah. No, the yeah. darkness is spiritual darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritual darkness. Yes. What is darkness? It's, uh, the scientists in the natural realm said yes. darkness is nothing but the absence of light.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Darkness is actually nothing, That's
1: good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's just yeah. the absence of light. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yes, sir. Where does Satan rule? Only where there's spiritual darkness. Yeah. That tells you what the victory is over him, right. light, light. Right. That's right. answers, revelation, okay. yeah. the word of God, the truth, yeah. different terms, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. So don't fight darkness, turn on the light. What if it was dark in here? We could all come in here and say, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> 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 and get nothing, right? <laughs> But maybe just a two-year-old child goes over and stands up on a chair and turns on the light. Yep, yes, sir. And we all go, praise the Lord. No, it wasn't the Lord. It wasn't the Lord. It wasn't the Lord. It was somebody turned the light on. So don't fuss and bawl and squall against the devil. Just turn the light on. Tell the people the truth. Tell people the truth. Tell people the truth. Tell people the truth. Praise the Lord. And while you're telling people the truth, tell yourself the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yourself. Yeah. And, and fight that fight. Now, you're yeah. not fighting the devil, but you are resisting the lies. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What does this have to do with prayer, Pastor? I got a revelation the other day. I can't go into it right now. But something that was coming against this church. Yeah. Coming against you. You're part of this church. Come on. Amen. Amen. And I saw it and spoke to it. Yes, Yes. amen. And you know what happened the very next service? Come on, what? Tonight? Tonight's the next service. (laughs) You laugh, but it's true. (laughs) Amen. You came in real funny Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. You came in real funny. Yeah. But it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. gone. Because I got the light. Amen. 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 And you're getting the light. Yes.
1: yes. Amen. Amen. Glory Amen. Amen. Getting the light. Get yep, the light.
0: Yep, yep. Pastor, are you going to tell us the rest? Nope. That's where I'm stopping, right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> but where did I get that light or what it was and how I was able to? In prayer.
1: Yeah. Amen. I mean,
0: I wasn't three minutes into prayer and I'm like, I saw the whole thing. Yeah. I saw what happened Sunday morning. Okay. i like, ooh, yeah, I see it. Oh I see it. All right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Nope, nope, that's not getting back in. Know, no, sir. Know, sir. no, honey child, no, honey child. <laughs> Stand up with me. Praise the Lord. I, uh, Brother Hagan made this statement. He said, eradicate every thought. Now, how do you do this? You do it through the truth of God's word. You eradicate every thought, every feeling, every suggestion, Every impression, every impulse, every mental picture, every image, every vision, every dream, every fantasy, every emotion or suggestion that disagrees with the truth of God's word. You can have suggestions come to your mind. I mean, it's just its, it's not something, something's not wrong with you if it comes to your mind. It's what you do with it when it comes. But you can have suggestions come to your mind. Well, I praise I, I You know. I have never experienced what's, what pastor preaches along this line or that line. So I don't know if that's true. That's a suggestion. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: You, have to, you have to answer that.